Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics beat the Chicago Bulls, get their third straight victory. Uh, 107-99 was the final score of this one. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, and to get things started off here, I am, you got to go Grant Williams, player of the game. This was one of the better games we've seen from Grant Williams all year long. Uh, Jason Tatum went off. You could say he was player of the game very easily. Uh, But Grant Williams, to me tonight, was spectacular. Uh, And we saw the full evolution of Grant Williams' game because we've seen throughout his career, at least last year, uh, that he is an absolute sniper from deep, right? He can shoot the three ball. Corner threes, that's his corner office, right? But what we've seen this year was Grant Williams really bring another piece to the to the puzzle here and have the ability to put the ball on the floor. We haven't seen that from him any of the seasons leading up to this one. So Grant Williams being able to get the ball at the three-point line, drive in, throw an up fake, drive in, either dish to find someone else or going up with it, tough at the rim it just brings an entirely new dynamic to his game and to the Celtics team but what we've seen this year I mean minus the hot start because everybody on the Celtics team started super hot from deep we saw about a two-week three-week lull of where Grant Williams three numbers went down and I've talked about it on the podcast a big thing for me is when he switches to that other point of the game where he's not as solely focused on hitting that corner three. And he's thinking about potentially throwing an update, driving to the rim. There's a little bit of hesitancy on Grant Williams. And tonight it seemed like all of that just got washed away because Grant Williams just played as well on the offensive end as we've seen all year. He ended the night 20 points, eight rebounds, two of which were offensive, also had two blocks. Grant Williams tonight was fantastic. There's really not much else you can say about it. There were, you know, time and time again, uh, he had a couple of tough finishes, excellent backdoor cut with the and one finish from Horford. Uh, It's just as, as good as it gets from Grant Williams, and you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. We... This is the third straight game where our bench really stepped up. Joe Missoula called out the bench unit because Malcolm Brogdon, if you remember back, you know, at the midway point of where we stand right now, Malcolm Brogdon said that the Celtics have the the best bench in the NBA. They have the most deep team in the NBA and they want to be known as, as that. And they kind of fell off. And that was the reason the Celtics kind of went through that little lull, uh, bad stretch of basketball where they were losing losing games. And when I say bad stretch of basketball, I, I mean 500 basketball. It's not even that bad. But everyone complains, so be it. But during that stretch, we saw the bench really kind of fall back a little bit. And 
Joe Missoula called out the bench. And this is the third straight game where the bench has stepped up in a major, major way. Grant Williams, obviously, tonight. Malcolm Brogdon last night. Grant, honestly, last night as well. Uh, these guys are just playing at a, a much higher level, and that's the reason that the Celtics are now on a three-game win streak. They're playing better together. The ball is moving. Guys are taking shots. Guys are creating offense. And it's just beautiful basketball to watch. Malcolm Brogdon in this one was solid. It definitely wasn't his massive performance last game. But he ended the night 11 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Uh, played 22 minutes in this one. This is a game where Marcus Smart obviously not playing. Uh so we saw a little bit more minutes from Derek White. We saw a little bit more minutes from Brogdon. And they played well in their role. I don't think that either of them really stepped up in the way that I was hoping uh, in the absence of Marcus Smart. But Jason Tatum was that guy tonight. As far as a Cisco, Jason Tatum led the team. And honestly, it wasn't even really close. Jason Tatum ended the night 32 points, eight rebounds, seven assists. So exactly what Marcus Smart is averaging on the season, Jason Tatum gave you tonight. And we had other guys step up, have some more assists in this one. Al Horford, five assists, one of his better nights. And I'm not going to say I'm surprised by it, but the one night where we finally see Robert Williams back in the starting lineup, we saw more minutes with him and Al in this one and the very first assist that Al Horford had was an alley-oop to Robert Williams. This is Celtics basketball. This is the two big lineup playing at their absolute best. Uh, but back to Tatum for a, for a little bit here. Tatum was Tataming. I know that you can't make Jason Tatum's name an adjective as well, but this is exactly what he's doing. Jason Tatum went off in this one. Uh, it did not look like anybody on the Chicago Bulls could stop him. Again, 32 points, 10 of 21 from the field, got to the free throw line eight times, hit all eight of them. So really just solid, solid game from Jason Tatum in this one. And honestly, the biggest piece of that is the playmaking, right? Because when you're down, you're leading assist man to Marcus Smart. You need guys to step up. You need guys to move the ball. And, you know, this wasn't a an electric performance as far as playmaking goes. Like, we only ended the night with 25 assists. Uh, but at the end of the day, you've got guys that stepped up and tried to fill the void that is Marcus Smart. Uh, wasn't a phenomenal offensive game overall. We only scored 107 in this one. Uh, we'll talk about that in the second half here, but we had other guys step up. Uh, Al Horford, despite only having eight points in this one, uh, again, had the five assists that I talked about, had a steal, and had that huge, huge three to go up five with 24 seconds left that really iced that game for the Celtics. There were a couple of moments in this game where Al Horford stepped up and played his role. Defensively, this was a significantly better game from Al Horford. Uh, so really solid from him overall because we've seen, I've talked about it, like even last last podcast, Al Horford's defense kind of struggled, has struggled recently. Uh, so it's good to kind of see him bounce back 
this is a Chicago Bulls team that doesn't have the the most athletic, most versatile big. Vucevic certainly is very, very talented, can shoot from deep, very good rebounder, but he's not very mobile, right? So it's a good matchup for Al Horford because he honestly is still just as quick or quicker than Vucevic, which you just, we haven't really seen uh, much of this season. Uh, so really good from him. Time Lord, another guy stepped up. Six points, seven rebounds, two of which were offensive, had another two blocks. So this was Robert Williams back into the starting lineup. I posted in the Facebook group prior to today's game uh, that said with Marcus Smart sitting, with him being out, like this is kind of the golden opportunity to get Robert Williams kind of assimilated back into the starting lineup. And some people took that the wrong way and were saying that I'm not on the medical staff and you're right. I'm definitely not. Uh, some people also said it's never a good thing to have Marcus smart out. Not what I said there either, but what I'm, what I'm getting at is it's good to have guys like Robert Williams, who are honestly third best, fourth best player on the team. Uh, you can definitely make that argument. Some would say five, but he's somewhere in that three to five range, right? He is as impactful as they come and you need him on the defensive end. And you saw tonight, Robert Williams step up, play fantastic on the defensive end, but you're also seeing him create a bunch of second opportunities. And you see the two offensive rebounds in this one. It doesn't really do Robert Williams justice because he's not really getting a rebound every time he throws the ball out. Every time he goes up for a rebound and smacks it out, he does a very good job of figuring out exactly where he wants to go and punching it to that person. And it results in a ton of extra opportunities for the Celtics, uh, but it also amounts for, you know, rebounds for other guys not named Robert Williams. So he's doing all of the things that aren't really showing up on the stat sheet. So people might overlook it, but he needs to he needs some recognition for it because I thought he played fantastic in this one. Um the other guy in this was you know Jalen Brown and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it was a bad game from Jalen Brown uh because honestly like he still ended with 19 points. He was a team second best plus 20 uh, in his minutes out there. I thought he was super aggressive getting to the rim. Uh, and if you look at what he shot from two, he was seven of 13, seven of 13 from two. The problem was that he was over eight from three. Uh, so take that out of the mix. Like he had a great game, seven of 21 from the field. Not so great. Uh, but again, take out those threes. He played a really efficient mid-range to you know getting to the rim game. Uh, obviously, you want to see threes fall for him, but I still don't think he was playing completely out of the offense. Uh, there were a couple of times, certainly, and you can say the same thing for Jason Tatum. Uh, it wasn't Jalen Brown's best game. There's really no way of going around that. Overall, it was good. It just wasn't great. Uh, but really, you look at the big difference in this game, it's defense. And it's not even close 
how much better the defense was in this game than we've seen over, honestly, the last couple weeks here. This is uh, one of the first times we've held an opposing team under 100 in a while. It's great to get back to that point. But overall, this team just did a very, very good job of getting out on guys, getting out, making making the Bulls hit tough, tough, contested shots. Like we saw Zach Levine single-handedly kind of take this Bulls team back after DeRozan went down. DeRozan was off to a good start. He was 6 of 9 from the field, 13 points. Uh, but Zach Levine, in that fourth quarter, carried them carried them back into the game. They actually outscored us 26-23 in that fourth quarter, and a lot of that was due to the phenomenal play of Zach Levine. But outside of that, the Celtics did a really, really good job of forcing other guys to take tough shots, and it didn't really work. The Celtics went on a very good stretch of basketball where you know they just shut the Bulls down. It was Good shot after good shot. There was a point in that fourth quarter where Jalen Brown, the Celtics went three and a half minutes of scoreless basketball. We're reverting to ISO game. We saw a lot of Tatum trying to do it, a lot of Jalen trying to do it. And it was three and a half, honest, almost four straight minutes of scoreless basketball. And Jalen Brown, hard drive to the rim, bucket. Very next possession on the defensive end, steals it. Very next possession on the offensive end gets another tough bucket at the rim. So Jalen had his moments, uh, but defensively, you saw the, the Celtics kind of build off of that energy and just continued to attack and attack this Bulls team and force them into incredibly tough shots. Uh, one of the better games that we've seen from a defensive standpoint from this Celtics team in a long time, uh, which Funny enough, is without former defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Uh, but that is a different story. Uh, honestly, this is this is a game where, you know, through and through, the Celtics outplayed the Bulls. This shouldn't have been as close as it was down the stretch. There was a you know point where it was just a two-point game. And that should not have been the case because this is a pretty athletic team in Chicago. We out-rebounded them 50-42. to 42. Uh, we only allowed six offensive rebounds. We only turned the ball over nine times. We let up nine points off of nine turnovers. So this is like the Celtics playing really, really good basketball. We allowed three fast break points. All right, like this is exactly what you want to see as a Celtics fan. People have complained, rightfully so. It's been a tough stretch of basketball for the Celtics. But this is three straight wins, and they've come against you know fairly good competition. But it seems like the Celtics are getting back to playing the right way. We've seen the bench step up. We've seen the defense kicked up a notch. We've saw a ton of energy from Robert Williams. We've seen him up his minutes. We finally saw him back in the starting lineup today. So right now, after this game, this is, this is Celtics fans being pretty excited with the product that we saw. Uh, now, it wasn't perfect. I do want to talk about some of the negatives here. Uh, that section is going to be short. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad game from the Celtics by any means, but do want to talk about some of the negatives. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break. 
for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wildcard round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Guys, it could not get easier. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN, and new customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so want to talk through some of the negatives here. And like I mentioned earlier, this is going to be a quick section because overall the Celtics played great. Uh, but the three-point shooting is still an issue, uh, which to me is so bizarre considering how we started this season. But they shot 11-41 from three tonight, which is just – it's really bad. 27%, another game mm-hmm. under 30%. Now, part of why I'm optimistic about this game is the fact that last year, this was sort of how the entire year went. The three-point shooting wasn't great. It was better than 27%, but we won because of our defense. And for the large portion of this season, that hasn't been the case. We've won because we were the better offensive team most of these games. But tonight, you started to see things kind of shift. Uh, So this was a really good performance from the Celtics defense. But there are still lapses on the offensive end that, frankly, the Celtics need to figure out. The three-point shot is a huge, huge point of this team's, you know, winning so far this season. And the fact that you've got guys going out there like, Derek White, 0 for 3. Jalen Brown, 0 for 8. You know, even Malcolm Brogdon, 1 for 4. Like, these are guys that need to be shooting better than this. And they're capable of shooting better from this. Jalen, definitely having a tougher season as far as shooting threes goes. Uh, But he's doing everything else so well 
that it's really hard to nitpick and say something negative about it. Uh, but as a team, as a collective, they're creating a bunch of open shots. They're just not hitting them at this point. I think that is going to change at some point because if you if you get wide open shot after wide open shot, eventually they're going to fall. It's the law of averages. So at some point, this will shift, and then we'll see a blowout victory. We won't have you know an eight-point win in Chicago. Um, it'll be 15, 20 points somewhere else. So outside of that, the only real thing that frustrates me from this game is down the stretch execution on the offensive end. Uh, we saw it again tonight. We scored 23 points in the fourth. Uh, but honestly, a lot of it just comes down to the fact that the Jays are trying to do too much. And we've talked about the Celtics bench stepping up over the last couple of games. Grant, Brogdon, I know Derek White's not a bench player, but he's very much a role player and plays those type minutes, right? So you've seen all of those guys step up and play good games. Now, the Jays need to relinquish a little bit and let these guys continue to do what they can do. Because at this point, there have been way too many stretches over the last couple of weeks where both of the Jays try to just go ISO and do everything on their own. And that's when the offense falls apart. Like there was a, at the end of the third quarter, we had 19 assists on 30 field goals made. Uh, we ended the night with 25. So only six assists in that fourth quarter. Um, it's just, it's not, it's not the Celtics playing at their, you know, peak basketball. They need to move the ball. They need to get people involved. They need to create offense for others. And too often do we see the Jays kind of, fall back and try to do it on their own. Uh, so that's the only thing. Honestly, you've got the bad three-point shooting again. Uh, you've got both of the Jays trying to do a little bit too much uh, down the stretch. But other than that, this is a really good game for the Celtics. And the fact that both of those things happen and the Celtics still walked away uh, with a victory is extremely impressive. Uh, at this point, the Celtics are now 29 and 12, still have the best record in the entire NBA. Uh, and we've got a game and a half lead over Brooklyn, uh, looking to extend that because we've got a, a tough stretch here. Wednesday night, we go in, uh, we've got Pelicans, Zion actually won't be playing. Uh, so, you know, again, you don't cheer for injuries, but it certainly plays in the, the Celtics' favor there. Uh, and then Thursday night, we go to Brooklyn. Uh, again, Kevin Durant not playing in that game either. So we kind of luck out. And I'm going to put that in quotes there. You know, again, never root for injury. But the next two games are against two very good teams in the Pelicans and the Nets. And we just happen to be facing them without their two stars. So hopefully the Celtics come in with the same defensive intensity that we've seen uh, that we saw tonight in the same you know ball movement that we've seen the last couple of games, the same defensive intensity that we've seen. And we walk away at the end of that 
five straight wins. And if that is the case, we build a lead over Brooklyn a little bit as well. Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up for this one. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics game day recap. Have a great night. Celtics fans. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?